0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thomas, always looking forward to this time of week. Get to talk. To Dave Hatter. Tech Friday's Dave Hatter. Sponsored by Interest IT. Dave Hatter's company. InterestIT.com. If you have a business, I know you have computers. Uh, don't get caught with your pants down or running any problems. Dave is there to protect you with best practices and ways to avoid all of the headaches and hassles that the world presents when it comes to computer issues. Dave Hatter, welcome back. Happy Friday to you, my friend.
1: Thanks, Brian. Happy Friday to you and Joe and all your listeners. Always a pleasure to be
0: here. Here's one I was wigged out about and you sent it to me last week. Uh, Can China take out the entire US with an electromagnetic pulse? Uh, Frightening story. Um, I think the guy in this one says that in in 11 months, here's the quote, in one shot, the electricity's gone. In 11 months, 90% of the population would be dead, and the Chinese would have the biggest farm in the world.
1: Yeah, that's that's the quote. So this guy is a Texas state lawmaker, but he actually has some uh, some legit background. He was a captain in the Air Force and worked in the Space and Missile Systems Center. Oh, so, you know, I'm not going to claim he knows everything there is to know about physics and engineering and electronics and such, but, you know, he at least has some credentials that would tell me that he probably has some expertise worth being concerned about.
0: Anybody who wants to know about electromagnetic pulses can look it up. It's scary stuff. They've known about this since the nuclear tests in the fifties.
1: I totally agree, Brian. You know, this is, I mean, you know, I'm the tinfoil hat guy. And this is something that has bothered me for a long time. It's just physics. This is science. This
0: isn't tinfoil hat. You blow up a nuclear bomb at a certain altitude, it fries out literally every electric component and circuit that isn't protected by a Faraday cage. I mean, that's the bottom bottom line.
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, it is physics. And anyone, to your point, can go look it up on their own. And frankly, I encourage people to look into this on their own because you know, there have been scientists and engineers and, and some limited handful of lawmakers warning about this for a very long time. Uh, there's a, you, know, you mentioned the, the money shot of that article about this guy saying that you know, if, this, if they could pull this off, they being whoever they are, I'll come back to that in a minute, um, you could potentially knock out a substantial part, maybe the entire electrical grid. I think it's, it's pretty well known. There's about three to five days worth of supplies out there. And then, you know, once they're gone, they're gone. Now the point he makes, and I think people often overlook when you when you hear people talk about this, because it does sound really hyperbolic and crazy, right? And I'm not I'm not saying his, you know, eleven months, ninety percent are dead thing might be real, but I'll just say this. You know, he points out, and we've we've seen this before, like in Texas when the grid went down. Yeah. You know, so much of this stuff, Brian, that we we rely on today was built decades ago, if not longer. Um, you know, the infrastructure that brings you water, the electrical grid, none of these things, whether it's cyber attacks or kinetic attacks like this, were designed with the kind of security in mind that we need today. And when you knock out the supply chain and there's no food in three days or worse, as he points out, knock out. The electrical grid or knock enough of it out that it fails on its own, yeah. then you have the problem of you can't even get water because it takes electricity to drive the pumps Perfect. to bring the water to your house. I'm glad you, you used know? that
0: one as an illustration because your your water's not going to flow. You're not going to have and, a smartphone. and uh, You're going to be stuck in a high yes. I think of city dwelling. If you're stuck in a 30th floor of a high-rise uh, the elevator's not going to work. You'll be able to get down the stairs, but can you imagine being in a highly concentrated population of people like New York City or Chicago or Los Angeles or San Francisco, and you have to rely on massive trucks to bring in food supplies every single day to supply the demands of the people? You're not stocking up on groceries. You have a tiny apartment because you can't afford anything more than that. There's no place to store extra food or something along those lines. It will be absolute chaos.
1: Yes, it would be terrifying. I, I can't even imagine what it would be like to be in one of these mega cities. Like, oh, happens. And, you know, the, the point he's trying to make and many, again, others have made it. And I'll tell you listeners, if, they, if you want to read something that will be terrifying and disturbing, pick up the book one second after mm-hmm. it's a, it's a novel, of course. Um, but the basic premise is we get EMP and then, you know, one second after that, here's what happens. And uh, it's it's not very it's uh, it's entertaining in the same way that One Thousand, Nine Hundred and Eighty Four is entertaining if you get my gist. Yeah. So, it, you know, the other the other point he makes in there is, and I think this is what what brought this to the forefront again. And I admittedly think you know he at least has a legitimate point. You know, could this Chinese quote spy unquote balloon be some sort of test to see could they get one of these things over the U.S if so could they get more than one because you know he again i'm i'm going to lean on his expertise as someone who was in the business in the air force you know could one one balloon with a low grade nuclear bomb set off at the right altitude knock out the entire grid probably not unless it failed on its own because you took out enough of it but if you could set off 5 6 10 of these things cuz you don't really need you know a gigantic nuclear bomb you just need a bomb that can generate the pulse, get it at the right altitude, and as you stated, Brian, it will basically knock out any non-hardened electronics in a large swath.
0: From your Again, cell phone, five... the electronics in your car, to your electrical yeah. system in your house, your generator, all of it. Anyhow, you frightening, know, frightening, frightening stuff. It's,
1: it's pretty scary, and we we really, as a country, need our lawmakers to be paying attention to this and focusing on, you know, how to defend against it from hardening equipment up to, you know better radar or whatever it takes to find these things and knock them
0: out all the above can you imagine how what the cost would be to adequately ensure our electric grid with faraday cage type equipment i can't imagine let's pause for a moment going to come back talking about biden banning tiktok hey he's been listening to you tinfoil hat dave get rid of tiktok we'll get a segment on that coming up next cd talk station it is tech friday stuck in the middle of it right now Happily so. Dave Hatter, what's the story on TikTok? I see Biden administration issued an executive order or something saying that government employees had to get rid of TikTok within 30 days on their personal devices. I, Why does it take 30 yes. days? It takes like five seconds to delete an app. Why do they wait a full 30 days to get rid of something that is obviously Chinese Communist Party run and that we all know by now uh, is stealing all of our information and corrupting the minds of our youth?
1: That's a good question, Brian. I don't have an answer for you on no, the 30 day think. window. But at least, at least we're moving in the right direction. And, you know, you and I have been doing this for a long time. I am generally not in favor of this kind of, you know, heavy-handed regulation.
0: No, I'm with you. But,
1: but as you pointed out, this is this is Chinese Communist Party spyware. You know, and at, at, every time you turn around, there's some new revelation about this thing, like this heat feature, where the people at TikTok can decide what they want to push to the top. So, I mean, do you really think, and let's face it, Every day, it seems like China is getting more adversarial with the United States. Do you really think that they wouldn't use that feature, um, which is well documented now, to potentially try to persuade and propagandize Americans who are or, or citizens anywhere that aren't uh, Chinese citizens with this stuff? And a reminder to folks: remember the version of TikTok from ByteDance, the parent company in China, very different than what you get everywhere else in the world. Uh, it's not full of the the sort of craziness and propaganda, and time-wasting junk you get here. It's all about education and science and you know, stuff like that. So yeah, I you know I think this is long overdue, and it's it's interesting. So, from this Reuters article, here's some stats, uh, and it's it's interesting to see how this is playing out. More than 30 U.S. states have now banned it on their equipment, including Ohio and Kentucky um you know we banned it in fort Wright. i think i mentioned that you can't use it on our network or on any city-owned equipment canada and the eu have now come out against it Uh, india banned it a long time ago so uh, you know what do all of these and and, and you know brian also many these government agencies i don't have a lot of faith in but what do they know that we don't know why are they all for national security concerns and such saying you can't have this stuff on our equipment see that's that would be the
0: the, the better message rather than saying you know ban it just because we said so would be to very specifically articulate the reasons why it's being banned, the threats posed by the software. And of course, also extend the information to parents out there that their children are, you know, online doing dances and performing, you know, eight year olds and posting on social media. And there's a bunch of blank and perverts out there that are glomming onto those and following your children and also posting videos next to them. And the Chinese communist party software encourages that type of uh, behavior. It's blank and crazy, man.
1: I totally agree with you. I think that the messaging on this needs to be changed. And, you know, like, and, you know, when there's one person out there who's used the term, which I like a lot because I think it is accurate, it's digital fentanyl, right? It's, It's not just the fact that all of this data is going to China for who knows what purpose, it's the propaganda, it's the insanity they're pushing to your kids, all these TikTok challenges. You know, if you don't have to look too far to find people that have been killed with these things, um, and I'm, I'm not saying that China is doing the challenges. These no. are just people on TikTok, but it's, it's facilitating this, right? Yeah. It's a conduit to this stuff. So digital fentanyl, now the, there is a bill in the House. Apparently, uh, it's been passed out of committee to ban it.
0: Save and us from ourselves.
1: Of, yes, yeah, exactly. One of the representatives, uh, it's an interesting quote, because I, I say he's more or less right on the money. Quote, and this is from um, Representative Michael McCall. Anyone with TikTok downloaded on their device has given the CCP a backdoor to all their personal information. It's a spy balloon into their phone. And, you know, yeah. I would say really, you know, the damage, the, the, a real spy balloon, forget the EMP angle we talked about right. to do, versus all of the information that the people that use this thing are giving them and their ability to attempt to influence and manipulate the people that use it is way more damaging than anything that spy balloon is going to get because it's not like they don't have satellites and so forth flying, right. you know. Right. It, yeah. So it's it continues to get traction, which is good. You know, I'm constantly on the warpath about this and trying to encourage people to stop using it, get rid of it. Um. And I, I, but I think you made a really salient point there that the messaging around it needs to change and it, it needs to focus, you know, less on just the data. And, you know, more on the, the propaganda, all the challenges, all this other crazy stuff. Yeah. For all of these reasons, it's bad. It is and bad. And we need to stop using it.
0: And I, I will defy anybody who thinks that they're not using this, the Chinese Communist Party or any other adversary, to foster and encourage the divisions that have been fomented in our country, Black Lives Matter yes. or LGBTQ or anything else along those lines. If they see that it divides us as a society and it undermines our traditional values that have been so successful to us, they're going to use it, period don't go away we're going to find out about uh why ford has a self-repossessed feature cd talk station happy friday congressman wenstrup in the studio already he'll be uh, joining the program to voice his opinions and insight on all kinds of topics after the top of the air news COVID. yeah we will deal we'll talk about that in the meantime uh ford apparently we got t- dave hatter doing tech friday and thanks to interest it um interestit.com for sponsoring the segment um I'm not expected to ask for this as an option, a, a self-repossessing <laughs> feature. And if it's not an option and it's automatically installed on my Ford vehicle, I have to pay for it as part of the price of the car, like all technology. Right, Dave?
1: Yeah, Brian, this is this is wild. And if you could, ask Congressman Winstrup about TikTok. Ask I think, Congressman you know,
0: see, Winstrup about TikTok. Yeah, I'll do that. Get
1: his take on that bill in the House. All right. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, for a long time, Brian, for a long time, in the, in the software world, and you'll see how this connects to this Ford story, there's been a concept called feature toggles or feature flags, and it and it plays into just software development in general, but also the idea of freemium software, you know, we you and I have talked many, many, many times over the years that you're not the uh, the customer, you're the product. And, you know, they'll if they're not going to charge you straight up for the software, whatever it is, whether it's Facebook or some app on your phone or some something on your computer, whatever um you know they'll collect your data and let you use it for free quote unquote and then maybe somewhere down the road charge you right there's a lot of freemium model stuff out there where you can pay for additional features or whatever so this is just basically a play on that it's it's ingenious and sadly i think you can it really lays out where we're headed with all of this stuff right everything is increasingly reliant on software everything is software driven which frankly makes them these feature flags or feature toggles easy i can build stuff in and i can turn it off until you're willing to pay more or in this case based on ford's patents say okay uh you're not making your car payments fine we'll start to feature toggle your features off like well the radio won't work
0: slowly eradicate them one by one you're going to start with your radio then move to your windows then your ignition (laughs)
1: One of the things that they mentioned here, which I thought would probably get people to pay pretty quick, can you imagine if every time you tried to use the car, the radio just played some like very irritating tone?
0: Oh yeah.
1: Just just imagine that. Like you got in. And I don't or, know what. Or the most anything. Irritating...
0: Anything yeah. by by Jefferson Starship. Oh my God! <laughs> I would yeah, shoot myself in the head.
1: We built this city on loop. I agree. Oh. too. I just drive the car off a cliff.
0: Earworm. Um, yeah, I just yeah that.
1: <laughs> but. But the, the real, the, you know, the end point would be you, you start out and you, you have all these irritating things happen and where the car continues to disable itself. And then eventually, because of the autonomous capability that already exists in a lot of these cars and obviously only get better over time, the car would just drive itself off. You know, yeah. you come out one day, the car is gone, it drove itself back to the dealership or the bank or wherever, because, you know, and I, I, I know this sounds so crazy to people, but that's... We're we're already there to some extent, and that's where we're headed with all this stuff.
0: Yeah, and some and Um, someday, young people will 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 watch Repo Man and scratch their head and wonder over what the hell is this guy's job all about. I don't understand this.
1: That has one of the greatest soundtracks. I know. Movie. I
0: I love that. Absolute masterpiece. (laughs) Me too. Like, like.
1: Yeah, there's a there's a career that's going to be put out of business by AI. We won't need Repo Man anymore. Wow, but uh, yeah, I again encourage people to look into this. It's some wild stuff. These are actual patents Ford has filed for, and you can you can guess that you know other car companies would oh. follow suit because when you think about it from their perspective, you know I totally understand it. Uh, oh, you're not paying? Okay, well we're gonna we're gonna incentivize you to pay by disabling the features and eventually well. just. it back
0: and this isn't really honestly new technology onstar could disable your car from from operating if it was stolen you can issue a command to shut it down so that's been a feature that you know has been around for a while this is just sort of you know expanding extrapolating on that quote-unquote simple technology
1: taking it to the next level Uh, hey real quick we're out of time just a reminder for folks if anyone's interested you know Intrust is doing this chat gpt conference next week on the 7th all day long you'll learn how to use it too pretty much do all kinds of stuff that will improve your business. Uh you can get the details on our website. I'll be there with my tin hat, throwing water on it.
0: intrustit.com. Yes, there is legitimate and, po- and and potentially beneficial uses for in, uh for for artificial intelligence for your business this ChatGPT or G-P-
1: chat GPT. ChatGPT.
0: See, I always Oh, well, maybe I'm dyslexic on some level.
1: Anyway, <laughs> Or maybe you just can't swallow it, Brian. You I know, can
0: you handle can't handle it. it. Yeah, that's maybe <laughs> it. It's going to help me in my job. Anyway, com. Thanks again for sponsoring this segment. Always enjoy it, Dave. It's enlightening and sometimes frightening. Go back to the EMP discussion if you want to talk about frightening. Yeah. Uh, until next week, my friend, have a wonderful weekend. Stay well, and we'll talk next Friday.
1: Always my pleasure. Thanks, Brian. And I'll be listening to Congressman Winster.
0: I'm sure he'll appreciate that. Who is in studio and he'll be on for the full hour. Coming up, don't go away. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com.